When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God, please, Allie, cut that, cut that, please, 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 God, cut that, cut that. (laughs) I think, I think we have to do a content warning for that sound. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) We can can start over. It's fine. We've literally just started. If we, if we could afford transcriptions, that transcription would say the sound of a Gungan dying. Um, (laughs) Hang on, I'll, I'll pull up Otter. I'll see what it came. Yeah. Um. All right, folks, we had a bunch of different places to go, a bunch of different meetings to have. I think we should start with Gable. Uh, Gable, you had planned to talk to Wendell about uh, Wendell's plans and perhaps uh, find an information desk uh, if you could. I would love if this were sort of a meeting of the minds of all of Wendell's good close friends, because if today goes according to plan, this is us showing him off so we're i imagine we're all on the deck it's a nice-ish day and we're all just sort of circled around him in a in a nice calming circle letting him come to things in his own time wendell is currently on his back uh you said this is the top deck of the ship um on his back i think there is like an overhang uh that people use to like keep certain dry goods on top deck out of rain uh he's sort of laying on his back in a spot beneath that wooden overhang and he is just lazily throwing knives at the ceiling of that and uh, some of them are like sticking into the ceiling. Some of them are falling down and they're falling down like right next to his face, uh, sticking into the ground. Uh, he's not blinking. He's just throwing the next knife. Uh, I imagine that me and Nodos are next to him and any other NPCs who. Well, it's be definitely there. Pliff because Pliff also attended the bachelor party. Um, so we know Pliff and Wendell are close in some way. Hey, buddy. How's it going, champ? Oh, hey, guys. So we're at a port, and this is a big port. It's a nice port. So that means we could, um, you know, start making a little progress on your situation, Is if that's something you'd want. Is that something you'd want? Ah, uh, my situation. Yeah, buddy, your situation. You know, we we fell off the face of the earth for a year and you were going to get married and you're kind of nervous about checking back in because of, you know, being gone. 
Yeah, kind of leaving the loves of my life at the altar. And that's not your fault. That is simply, I'm sure if you explained it real good, they wouldn't be upset at all. And what kind of explanation would that be, Gable? Would I say, oh, I was waylaid by the supernatural embodiment of forests for a year. I don't see. So in a lot of ways, it was like I took a nap because I was enwrapped in vines and various wild animals asleep. So I just napped through the whole thing. That's and that's not your fault. And also, you know, we live in the place where we live. That is not magics and wildness is not impossible in this day and age we uh, we just have to be covetous of the time that's given to us and the time that's given to you right now you are spending i would say unhealthfully what do you think about that ah I'm going to be honest. Every time I think about the situation, every time I try to wrap my little brain around it, I just want to grab someone with my arm and I want to squeeze them until they stop Uh moving. Gable takes a hand and presses against Pliff's chest to move (laughs) him back a little bit. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't need it. I don't, yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. That's a reasonable response. And if you could maybe just do us a favor and try to locate that feeling within your body, uh, check in with yourself, notice, are you feeling any tightness anywhere? What's the physical sensation of that feeling like? Yeah, what are your shoulders doing? Now that you mention it, my shoulders do feel... uh, Pretty tight. Uh, okay, great, great, great. I guess I feel, uh, I feel like a cannon shot through my chest, mm-hmm. and showers of blood have just been kind of pouring out of okay, this empty okay. hole for weeks. In, okay, and I suppose. I should have part of that feeling in my arm because I want to squeeze something until it stops moving. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. But I can't feel my arm because of some botched medical treatment I had a couple months ago. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, buddy, you stay right there. And I'm going to talk about something else with my friends over here. So you just stay put. Okay. And you're Maybe. sure you're not talking about me? I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about something else. All right, Gable, let's... what could we possibly talk be talking I, about that's I, more yeah, important I than what I'm be talking a, about? I'm at a freaking loss. <laughs> I love though we couldn't possibly have pastry pies for dinner again. That there's not enough pastry. Gable, okay. we haven't had pastry pies for dinner in, in a fortnight. Why would we Shush Alright, so I don't want to be prescriptive, but I need Wendell to leave here. 
immediately. <laughs> I, okay, I understand that. Uh, here's my thing. His family, his place is, is north. Do mm. you think that guy right there is going to be able to make all that way by himself without tipping off the red feathers that he is a part of our crew or that he is a pirate at all or maybe starting a fight just to feel something he wants to squeeze someone until they stop moving gable that's that's a great point counterpoint i think if he stays away any longer he will implode like a diamond under pressure Wait, no, that's not what diamonds do. What what are things that implode that okay, are things pre-industrial? That uh, mm. Pre-industrial things, mm. things that, that would give us. So it's a lot of pressure. A souffle. A souffle. He's going to collapse upon himself in a way that is both violent and very, very sad for everyone involved. Just like so, a souffle. Just like a souffle. It's going to be a very intense energy. So I don't know what to do. But we got to do anything. Okay. Truly anything. Okay. What if, is there a way that we could find out what the situation with his family is? even is that's yeah we don't even know if like they stuck around and waited for him <laughs> that's I, Pete Oromar was saying your that voice, earlier and your voice no, carries so what? far it carries what? so far I can what? hear I'm it bliff. I can hear I'm your bliff. tones what? echoing off it's the furnace they bounce off the furnace <laughs> back and forth back and forth <laughs> but that's but a I, fantastic I, point we should find out though uh mm-hmm. I've okay. I've got an errand to run anyway. What I can do, um, I'm, I need to go to the reference desk, and I also need to send some mail. What I can do, I can in my investigations ask about, you know, what the vibe is with the at, at home, and if everyone's upset or if they're upset, but also miss him. Okay. Um. Yes, yes, okay, so you will, part of what you'll do at the reference desk is just figure out the Barge family situation. What's the situation? And then uh, I'll come back and, oh, if there is a way for us to um, soup up his uh, sort of a... Acting abilities, so he can, at the very least, get into character and not squeeze someone so hard that their head pops off if he does travel. Fantastic. We can see that uh, currently Wendell has like one of those small barrels, uh, 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 like just he's holding it as though it's a teddy bear. Uh, but we can see like uh, the rings and the staves start to buckle on the barrel as he just starts squeezing it harder and harder. You're 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 doing amazing, my my good friend. Okay, I gotta do I, this ASAP. I, other pitch, other pitch. What if we send him when we find out either way yeah. of what his family's doing, uh-huh. and we want to send him? What if we send him with another crew member? Okay. Sort of like and a so buddy we, system. A buddy system, and maybe we hire the crew member to keep an eye on him. 
And so when they're done, then they come back. Unless it turns into a bodyguard situation and they also fall in love through the dire circumstances. Hmm. Okay, so now Either we're way, at, it's a but win. Then, but then it's like we kind of, we've stumbled into another solution. Only positives from what oh, I'm Only seeing. positives. Fantastic. Okay, but who on the crew could possibly deserve Wendell? I know. Whom? Hmm. Let's think. Let's think. I just realized <laughs> that thinking is something that I do a lot better when I've had some rope. Mm. So maybe. Interesting. Maybe. Go spark up. Just just go <laughs> just get. Go. Just go smoke with Wendell. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, you know, and that might chill his vibe out a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'm going to grab some rope. I'm going to get some lengths and, uh. No, no, you could just say you wanted to take a smoke yeah. break. You could have just said that. I, but it's for Wendell. It's, I'm it's doing this Wendell. as a, yeah. it's a kind of a community service thing. Uh -huh. is what I'm into yeah. sort of, that's how I'm going to do it. So what, we're at a fact finding stage. We'll find yeah, some we're... facts. We'll find facts <laughs> we'll first. We'll find facts. For sure we will. All right. Uh, Gable walks over and bends down to Wendell like, hey, I'm going to I'm hey. gonna go away for a little bit, but I'll be right back I'll, and I'll bring you some tasty candy or a nice treat. Is there anything you like? Uh, I like licorice. Oh, see, you're already remembering the things that gave you joy. That's only upsides. Okay, buddy. Uh, uh, Gable gives him a little, like, My fiancé also liked licorice. No, 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 no. Yeah, All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, uh, I, I need you to, okay, bye. You see, you see. Bye. <laughs> You see Nodos sitting there with two lit ropes in his hand, just like looking at you like, what did you do? Why did you do no, this? No. He's crying again. <laughs> Love you both. Going to be back soon. Bye. <laughs> Gable. So rope. Makes a beeline to uh, wherever. I assume we know where the reference desk is. I don't think you do. Um, I have to find it? I think, <laughs> I think you're going to have to go out of your way here because Liz, uh, this is not a full-on town this is a red feather like work colony so mm -hmm. there are amenities here uh, people live here they need to take care of people um but it is a real toss-up for how you would find a connection to the reference desk it's not like Bujanith where they would just have a uh, office set up you would need to find somebody who has ties to the reference desk uh, or okay. send out a message to the reference desk so that you could get a representative to show up. All right. I'll start with mail because I think I'm going to send, assuming Johnny gave it to me, Johnny's letter. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm going to start sending out some soft correspondence as Thomas, just sort of whatever like espionage I did in my limited capacity. I want to start sending out like – Little notes that don't confirm, but confirm that a, a certain presence is it's out a in the card. world again. It's a calling. Yeah, card. to mm -hmm. my old my old connections. So, so I'm going to find the mail first. Yeah, uh, the question that I have for you, Liz, is you've established that part of Thomas's professional calling card was if there was somebody he was sending a warning to or something. 
uh, one of the, the of the people he would kill, he would pop out an eye and then he would place that eye looking at the person that he was like sending a message to. So Real yucky. I've got to wonder what's his calling card like in the mail, like when he lets people know that he is available for business or something like that. Because I imagine it's not an for eye. Business <laughs> doesn't ship well. Uh, no, it doesn't. Um, I think it could be something silly like a leaf that's like overly shaped enough to look as if it were an eye. Um, or it could even be like, <laughs> I can't imagine this time in Gable's life was at them at their cleverest. Let's, Liz, <laughs> this is a flashback. We're flashing back, and the thing that I want to know, and everybody gets to participate in this, I need one detail from each of you of how Gable dressed at this time in their life when they were Thomas the Terrifier. Um, assume this is like out of work clothes, so we don't have the featureless copper mask on, mm-hmm. uh, but like, what is Gable's casual fit? Spurs. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so loud. You can you can hear him coming down the block. <laughs> I, I think then building on top of that, uh long coat, but it's mm-hmm. got like big mat big chunky buttons both like down the double breast and on the wrists. Okay, I thought I thought you were going to say buckles, like a hot topic type. Of no, no, I think this is kind of military. Like, uh, this what is, color is yes. this? What color is this coat? Oh, uh, it is a very dark blue. Uh, dark they, blue. They were coat. out of black, so had to go for the closest <laughs> thing. Okay, okay, so this is like a, a real dark navy blue. Um, these buttons are, are, is there anything distinct about them? Uh, mm. We know they're big. Mm. Ooh, uh, I think uh, the reason why uh, Thomas decided on getting this is because they look like they have like a, a, like a symbolic depiction of an eye on all of the buttons. Oh, yeah, they're creepy cool. eye buttons on this dark blue coat. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> freaky uh (laughs) the only reason like the the way to justify the spurs i think is that (laughs) the sort of quote-unquote theatrical uh what my cover story was although it was an open secret was that i was uh like head of a calvary like a a privateer calvary of bird calvary Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i just got a a big a big hat (laughs) A big Stetson. Um, so, and the thing that loud. I am going to add to this also, I think Gable at this stage had a lot of facial piercings. Uh, obviously, oh in the intervening many decades, these have closed up. But I'm talking lip piercings, nose piercings, like like those cheek piercings, uh, eyebrows oh everywhere. It's a lot of clinky, dangly stuff uh, that Thomas the Terrifier wears, especially with all these facial piercings, piercings when you wear a copper mask. There's a lot of clinking involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if, like... You can tell why this it became sort of like, oh, I'm not an assassin. I am just a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm can just, see me I'm just a murderer for money. 
Yeah, that's yeah. that yeah. is a vampire hunter, and that is exactly what. It looks yeah. Like. <laughs> okay, vampire hunter D is the picture that got sent over okay. to Fantastic. us. That's great. That's great. just great. Amazing. I love it. Uh, so yeah, we see this vampire hunter deed out version of Gable, who is like. <laughs> I think sitting over a desk with like a quill and uh, a blank sheet of paper, we can see a bunch of crumpled up uh, pieces of paper like in a wastebasket next to them. Next to them, they're just trying to figure out what do I, what's my thing? What's my thing? <laughs> Have you ever seen the poster for The Snowman, the film The Snowman? Oh. <laughs> Mr. Policeman, I gave you all the clues. Yeah. <laughs> I think they end up on the snowman, <laughs> the drawing of the snowman. So this is Hang just on, three <laughs> little splotches of blood stacked yeah. on top of each other like a snowman. Oh, like right. Snow I see. <laughs> so Gable is like just kind of absentmindedly tapping the uh, pen and like ink drips from it. It's dripped onto the page accidentally. They're about to throw out the page and then they look at it and go. Actually, that's perfect. <laughs> oh God, it's so stupid. I, I spent my entire like, time thinking about like the with the really graceful picture booky. We're walking through the air, the snowman, and was very confused. I, that's what that Google gave me. No, no, no. And I'm no, like, but I understand I, what you mean. No, the, I, the kind, I, 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 I've seen the correct poster now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. <laughs> I just love this idea that at this point in this at Gable's life that they were their most braggadocious, but also their most cringe. Just delay. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're like you were like for a couple, you know, years or whatever. I'm gonna be a notorious assassin. I feel like Great. that's a cringe decision. That's. <laughs> That's a lifestyle that you're either forced into or you choose. And if you choose, that's cringe, bud. Mm -hmm. That's cringe, baby. <laughs> All right. So to the mailman. All right. So you are looking for mail services uh, for the Red Feather Syndicate. I, I think the best place to look for that is probably going to be the ports. Um, and Gable is intelligent enough, I think, to go look at the ports first. Mm -hmm. You walk through the town until you find the Skyport here. Uh, like everything else, uh, this place looks fairly new, uh, and it looks like it can accommodate quite a few ships. There are clear lanes from the factories uh, to the warehouses, and the warehouses are right adjacent to the Skyport. This looks like it can accommodate around 10 fairly large ships. There is a small, medium-sized ship docked at this port. It does look like it is a church-inspired uh, ship. Uh, this doesn't look too far off from the design of the Mazinga, uh, the ship that you stole from the church in Nordia. There is a lot of silver in the frame. Uh, it is, like, really, really over-decorated. Um, but other than that, you know, just a serviceable sky ship. There are a few unsailed skiffs, so smaller ships that would require sails be rigged up to them. Uh, they're just empty vessels right now. There are no large cargo ships here. 
Um, you can also see that there is uh, something of an aviary here. Uh, there are a few griffins being kept. With that, you know, there are a few port workers around. There are some red feather soldiers, um, mostly people uh, dressed up in red feather office wear uh, uh, moving around the port, uh, looking not terribly busy, but but clearly working. And no one looks like a mailman. No, you you wouldn't say anybody specifically looks like a mailman. Okay. I will go up to the least red feathery looking person who also looks like someone of authority. Okay. You go up to someone who has a fair number of... Hmm. Yeah, they, they've got a lot of like jewelry on their hands, mostly like silver rings and whatnot, but it's an eclectic like collection of silver rings. Uh, there aren't jewels on them or anything. Uh, and this person is uh, like bent over a desk. They've got like a clipboard in front of them. They're at a little station by the Skyport. Oh, good afternoon. Howdy. I'm so sorry to bother you. I am the valet for uh, some nobles who are v doing a tour of the facilities here, and oh. they have some posts that they would like me to get off. So I was wondering if uh, you could, uh, if I could bother you for directions to the mail facilities. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard something about uh, some folks uh, blowing in from what was it, uh, Azure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well. I got good news and bad news for you. Oh, I love I love news. Well, I'll, I'll start you off with bad news. We'll uh, okay. get the the rough stuff out of the way. We 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 don't have a, a mail service here per se. Mm. We do have griffins here, and Red Feather Syndicate ain't nothing but uh, you know amenable to folks who want to spend money. So if you want to commission someone to uh, run your stuff up to a city that, that might have some kind of mail service, we can do that for you. So the Audrens don't attend here? What, you're talking about Swiftwell mail service? <laughs> a little joke between us. <laughs> how, how, how is Gable dressed right now, out of curiosity? We, we I, I assume I'm wearing the clothes spurs. that... No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they appeared on my feet. Uh, I'm wearing the clothes that... The captain got me. Mm -hmm. you, you might not necessarily have the full like outfit yet, but you definitely have. I don't know how the fast the, ta the tailor works, but it's definitely going to have a mask and gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. definitely have like a mask and gloves, like enough to be socially acceptable uh, in these parts. Uh, the person like who was kind of like sitting very casually, like leans forward, squints, like eyes you up and downs, like, well, listen here, sir, me, fella. Mm -hmm. Listen here, fella. The Audrins, uh, they... Uh, they they got their routes. They go to popular places. Uh, certainly, they they serve uh, cities that ain't too far from here. Uh, that that's for sure. But uh, if you're getting a message for you know to to a swift whale well service, I mean, you'd need to somehow get word to an all courier, which is something that we'd be happy to uh, provide you. But your choices are red feather or nothing else. <laughs> As is always, am I right? <laughs> that's oh, the truth. fantastic! Fantastic. <laughs> well, I think that's exactly what I'm going to need. I, they want to send postcards back home, so there's no real rush. But I would love to start establishing that contact right, right now. 
No problem. No problem. Uh, I, I can. Uh, so let me let me ask. Let me clarify. Do you want me to uh, grab someone to run your stuff up to a sorting facility? Or are you asking me to uh, have someone go out and send word that an all courier is needed and hope that they come here to you? Sorting facility. That would, uh, as I said, there's no real rush. Sure, 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 sure. All righty. Um, Fantastic. Well, 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 what do you got? Oh, well, I, uh, <laughs> this is so silly. Um, they dictated it to me. So I also need to find pen and paper and a place to write these messages so oh no that's great that's great uh you know we got a spare desk in here you can plop down next to me uh ha- hand everything desk? over when you're when you're done i'll i'll, I'll <laughs> take so a nice. i'll take a peek and then uh, we can send it out amazing amazing and just while i've got you you seem like a trustworthy fellow. Uh, my well, employer. I like to think nice things of myself, but thank you very much for the compliment we just met. <laughs> what was your name again? Oh, I'm Andy. Andy, have you met? I met. Have you met my friend Angelo? Angelo, you know yeah, Angelo. I know Angelo. Oh, I love Angelo. Salt of the I earth, Angelo. It. I. What a nice guy. Ugh, anyway, I beautiful kids. Talk. I assume uh, he describes I them very favorably. Oh, they're what? What a great age. Uh. My employer was, it's all right if we can't do this here. As he landed, he was nervous about some, you know, some pretty sensitive business topics back at home. And there's no real way to easily get the information that he needs via the post. Do you have a reference desk around here? It's completely fine if there isn't. Oh, a reference desk. Oh, shoot. No, uh, typically we th- there is a representative of the reference desk who does come here during the season that privateers okay. usually show up because that's a time that most people would need to access a reference desk. Uh, folks working here, such as myself, uh, we got other ways that we got to spend our money. Yeah, you understand, okay. of course. Uh, but again, we're near a larger city. We could send a runner out. Uh, they they'd fly out. They they'd be able to you know, uh, contact a reference desk representative. As long as you had the coin to have them make the trip, I'm sure they'd fly back here and uh, do whatever business you needed doing. Amazing. Uh, How long would that take? Well, I'd say it's a two-day trip on Griffin back. That's that's amazing, too. <laughs> okay. I mean, Great. our birds uh, here aren't the fastest birds. I'll, I, I'll be I, honest. They don't give uh, birds in this colony. They don't give us the good ones, you know. They never do. <laughs> uh, James, can I tell if he's telling the truth? Uh, you can definitely uh, make a check to uh, uh, see. Uh, My, I don't know why I keep on asking things for intelligence. Uh, well, this could also be a, a presence role. Mm. Um, you know, like, think in this system, there are many different ways to accomplish what you want to accomplish. It just colors how you want to accomplish them and how difficult it will be. Okay. Um, I will try presence. Let me pull up my dice roller because I feel like in like or I, I want him to see like as I'm acting like the pressures of my employers, I'm feeling stressed and I want help. Sure, so that's sure, sort of sure, what sure. I'm, so I've got two D8s in presence, which isn't awesome. So we'll see. 
2d8. That is a seven fun. and a five. Seven and a five. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That is a seven and a five. Seven and a five. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, that is three successes um, uh, flat. So you can read this guy fairly well. Um, you've had okay. a very affable conversation with him. As far as you can tell, he is telling the truth. You <laughs> cast a glance over to the Griffins and you can see uh, that these Griffins are like wild turkeys amazing um, and it's not the uh acheron style like big meat turkeys these are kind of the leaner uh, uh tall turkeys so they can fly they're definitely not fast but they could probably carry a fair bit of cargo um so like looking at those birds uh i i'll give you this since you were so successful you know that whatever city they would take to get to, you could probably, especially with someone like Flea, Flea being a gray-headed albatross, one of the fastest uh, vertical flight birds in the world, could make that trip in probably a day. Okay. Oof. <laughs> it's not easy. So I'm just going to turn back to him and say, okay, I'm going to go write letters and I'll get back to you. Yep. As soon as so, you finish with them, just uh, pass them over amazing, to me. I'll take a look and we'll send them out. Amazing. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I I guess I... So I would... If I want to get answers from the reference desk, I would have to send a letter to get someone to come back here? Yeah. Essentially, what, 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 what it is, is the reference desk is a very specialized service that wouldn't be needed here very frequently, uh, to your knowledge. You know, we can make this easier for you. If I could write my questions and then additionally write all the secrets that I'm going to give in payment, then that would that would be fantastic. Here is what I'll give you. I'm trying to determine. Yeah, I'm just going to pull a luminary for this. Pull a luminary. We'll see what's going on here. Because I would like this to be more expedient too. It's better for storytelling. It's one of those situations where you got to hold the realism of the world uh, at the same time. You got to practically tell a story. Make it fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I tr- I draw again the Rusalka. Rusalka is very popular, right? My now. sister. <laughs> I think you're having this conversation. Uh, when they're like around you 
flags are are being waved uh, and whatnot uh, as like people are looking to the sky and a small ship is headed towards the port. I think you'll actually probably be at the desk writing down things, uh, writing out your various notes. Um, and this ship comes in and it is a, do I want, let's see, I need to take a look at my NPCs here really quick to see who might have made the call for this. This ship comes in. It is a medium-sized ship uh, that has red feather insignias all over it. There is like a lot of filigree on the designs of this ship. Uh, you can see the sail is like a half weave sail. So it's feather weave, but it's like padded out with uh, canvas and whatnot. So it's not using so much feather weave. Uh, it's a sleek design. It flies nice. It comes into port. And there is a much larger congregation of Red Feather soldiers that shows up to greet this ship. Unloading from the ship uh, is a procession with a group of people dressed in Red Feather colors with uh, people in other like fine attire with them. I'm talking silks. I'm talking velvets, like really, really fancy stuff. Uh, walking down is a severe-looking woman with her hair pulled back in a bun. She appears to be in her late 40s, um, uh, and she walks with, like, real, almost furious precision. And all of the wealthy people who are, on, like, disembarking from the ship very much appear to be attending to her. Like, she shouts orders to various red feathers that start moving in different directions. And uh, your friend Andy leans over to you and goes, Well, 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 you might be in luck after all. Hmm? I'll mistrust his return from her little trip. And it does seem like the wind blew some company along with her. And who's that? Uh, see that fellow right there? Yeah. And you see a very, like, thin man who is older. He appears to be in his 50s. He has a black velvet suit. He has uh, some insignia that you don't recognize, like, pinned to his lapel. He it looks like he doesn't get a lot of sun. Mm. That is a representative of the reference desk. That's a coincidence. Just as I was asking. <laughs> it's almost as if someone decided to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Tremendous. I say life is like there's a series of people overseeing it uh, and mm -hmm. they just happen to put the most convenient things in the most convenient places because otherwise we'd spend a lot of time waiting for no reason. Absolutely. And sometimes they're nice and sometimes they're just a big old jerk. <laughs> well, you know, every blessing you get comes with its own curses. So uh... it does. All right. Well, I have the postcards that I wanted to send. Oh, um, great. Hand these, them over. This one's going to Acheron. This right. one is going to um, Acheron. Yep, we we have a little installation there. We're trying to, you know, take over some uh, local businesses. Well, how long you folk been traveling? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> uh, oh no! Quite some time, but we've been 
sort of staying away from the news as sort of a relaxation technique. Why do you ask? Uh, well, we had shipments of uh, pigments uh, headed out Acheron Way. They got returned to us. Oh, my. Well, that's challenging. Yeah, they say uh, the city up and moved. The whole city? That's the rumor. And we haven't located it again? Well, you know, uh, if someone has, they might be uh, keeping tight lips about it, you know. Interesting. Oh, gosh. How you know, that's convenient. a question for the reference desk. If you, you managed <laughs> to get that information, uh, I'd, I'd be interested to hear it for sure. I got lots of – I'm sure I'll come back and have a little gossip Let's with you. Let's see here, though. Oh, you were putting in a – ah, oh, you must keep griffins. That's nice. I do. I've got a little baby at home. It's just a little uh, – the the young sir likes to take rides. You can't beat Acheron Griffin feed. Can you really that's, can't? That's quite an order. Why aren't you sneaky asking for so many samples? <laughs> I know. Uh, let's see. What are, what do the other uh, postcards say? The other postcards are like sealed deliberately, uh, but yeah, they're he, very he's obviously. Taken out, he's taken out a knife and he's opening them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they are... The actual text is very milquetoast, very boring, just sort of like, uh, to sir, I hope you are well. We are entering where we are. We got here on this day, uh, and we hope to hear from you soon. Signed, uh, the, what, what was the captain's name? Oh, Julian uh, Lobelesque. Ju- <laughs> Julian Lobelesque and, and company, but at the bottom is the little uh, snowman. <laughs> signature oh man don't you hate it when your employer just makes you you write these like flavorless correspondence back and forth it's just a lot of busy work um he says as he's just opening every single one of them uh and uh giving them a read Mm -hmm. right in front of you (laughs) and i think there's only just five and they're going to fairly low level administrators so I wouldn't need to know a name. It's just like, okay, we're notifying everyone. Just we might attend this house. We might go to this business. Um, okay. And so this is your – these are your coded Thomas activation invitations uh, to employer services, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as long – I mean, I, I will ask, uh, Liz, is the information in these accurate? Like – the places that you reference or any specifics incriminating i think the only thing they say is the facts of when we arrived in sorrow's end and when you've arrived and that you're there okay and that we are there it's just like a weird little notification yeah he he goes through the correspondence it uh passes his sniff test so he you know puts them in in fresh envelopes uh uh copies down the addresses and uh they're in the out pile don't worry, we'll, we'll get those things going out as uh, soon as we got uh, our next shipment heading out. Amazing. Thank you. And Andy, thank you so much. I, hey. This has been extremely helpful. Thank you. You know, I don't meet uh, many privateers who are a friendly sort like you, so I appreciate it. Makes I makes the work it. go by much quicker. Can I tip him with something <laughs> like a like a bit or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, y'all, again, have Is he a lot a of money. <laughs> uh I, <laughs> I've, I could be extremely rude and say like, "Well, how much is your debt?" But I don't want to be like. Now that I know just enough of like a, a bronze 
copper. Those are two different metals. <laughs> those are two different metals. So there uh, would be copper is like the you know lowest level official red feather currency. Uh, however, like there are pewter bits that people make mm-hmm. that are kind of a colloquial representative currency for portions of copper. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. could just like pass out a pewter and, you know, that'll buy a beer. I might give him a copper bit mm-hmm. just to sort of show off a little bit and s- imply the wealth of the the group. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm mighty appreciative of that. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. You and Angelo and uh, I should get a drink sometime, <laughs> but not right now. Well, you know, I would, I would love that. Uh, I, I get off work uh, around sundown. That's that's when my ship stops. So if you, you happen to be at one of the establishments, uh, feel free to come over to the table. We'll we'll get friendly. Fantastic, lovely to meet you. Think goodbye, everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, you say Just a that delightful interaction. As you you know, watch this procession <laughs> of of mistrusts and like the other people that she has brought in uh, to the port, uh, move along. Mm. let's cut over to yeah you know time time will have passed in the day especially now that uh gable has done all of this writing and whatnot we're gonna cut over to jonnet uh it is the the sky is starting to change colors here uh the temperature is dropping a little bit you Excuse me. You are thankful uh, for for the masks and gloves that you're wearing now as uh, it's it's keeping things uh, a bit warmer for you as you head into the town. You can see this town being recently constructed is pretty well lit at night. Uh, There are lanterns out um, and. Although there aren't many people here, uh, you can see that things are kind of lively. There are a lot more people milling about public areas in this twilight hour. There are people who are dressed in like uh, half work clothes, like they've taken off outer layers, kind of uh, uh, milling about like public spaces. There are people who look like they're in fresh work clothes that are headed towards the factories themselves. And you can see the taverns are lit up and full of people like talking and chatting. Dope, dope. Real quick. So I, Oromar... Like, we're going to need somebody on the inside to, mm-hmm. like, let Jonnet in. So, like, I'm asking Ariel about how she got there, but then also just being like, hey, let me let me accompany you into the factory. Do we, do, have we talked about what Ormar needs? Uh, I would have... Um, I guess in in conversation, I didn't specify specifically what I'm asking somebody to go pick up. But I think if there's been a move away from the scene, he would have informed you. He wants somebody. Well, I'm so go ahead. I, I was gonna I was gonna say like we can we can if there's a time that you want to reveal no, that. I, I mean, uh, it, it, can... it's it's fine. I think it's a thing you can just know to stop a, a thing having yeah. to be re-explained multiple times. Uh, needs touch safe dye in in uh, Red Feather Crimson so we can dye our own clothes. And then... Well, that, that you're getting through official channels. Sure, okay. And then we also want a bottle of uh, the still toxic in process dye, still yeah. Crimson Red, uh, that we could use as poison. Cool. Dope. 
Um, I think Jonnet is gonna probably be posted up, uh, like kneeling on like a one of the more pickety fences out in front of like the factory front entrance, and he's just gonna be kind of uh, waiting for Ariel. Uh, his his hair is kind of like tied back in a uh, a presentable like he's got like a little bit of a bun situation going on um, instead of like a, a big poof. Um, but yeah, he's a uh, he's a uh, chilling, keeping warm. Yeah, um, I think it's not too long until someone again still in these. It, it's no longer work clothes, but like there are gloves again. That's these cinched. Uh, uh, but loose fitting otherwise uh, clothing. Um, and uh, you can see that like it's a little bit nicer. There are more things that are dyed with this uh, blue dye um, uh, that, that's common to the area. Uh, she's got like a, a blue shawl on. Uh, her hair is, is tied up in like this faded blue ombre uh, uh, handkerchief and uh, her mask is uh, I'm going to say embroidered like it's got just a little pattern on it uh, that moves between blues and browns uh, there I think even some faint greens but like those are reminiscent of the greens that you saw uh, in Haven that are clearly done with grasses um, but she looks nice. Um, uh, Ariel like uh, sees you out uh, by the fence and goes, "Well, hello there." Hey, uh, right on time. Uh, I I hope so. Uh, I actually don't have. I didn't have a watch, and so I just kind of guessed what time I should be here. And I, honestly, I've been po- I've been posted up for like fifteen minutes. So, what up? You are one of the most honest, and I'd say affable privateers I've ever met. Thank you very much. And you have a lovely mask. And he kind of like gestures to like, you know, the general face area. Uh, It's like, so are you, you make that yourself? She casually offers you an arm uh, uh, to to hold uh, as she like starts leading you through the the thoroughfares of the street. I did actually. Um, We don't get a lot of free time, but... uh, you need to have a mask, so you might as well have one that looks good. Well, you're doing good. You're doing good. I, uh, talk about free time. Like, this place, I don't know. I feel like I see a lot of people kind of like, basically, church popping off, not church popping off. Everybody seems to be, like, finding ways to, like, fill their free time. Like, what's Mm. up with the church here? Well, uh, the church here is pretty prominent. Um, Like, her expression definitely changes as she starts talking about the church. Uh, It all comes down to the scarlet. I don't know. How how much do you know about it? Uh, You know, I I got the main bullet points. It comes for you. It, it it touches you and and it seems like that's not good and it stays with you it's nothing it's not a joke it's it's definitely somehow related to the work that we have to do here producing the dyes but it's dangerous it, it makes it so that everything that you feel is heightened in some way uh so a lot of people have to wear gloves uh if they have it 
Um, and if you have it really bad, your, your tongue turns red. Uh, the other parts of your body start appearing more red, and it's definitely something that you can die from. But uh, there are a lot of treatments for it, too. And the church offers a treatment? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the Church of the Slain God... Uh, they are really advanced in in their practices of of healing magics of course that's one of the the main reasons they get to spread so much across the rediscovered world and here we are blessed with uh the presence of Occhiovista Aravetti Agostino Aravetti he's he's really gifted like really really gifted and he developed a process that 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 fights it off for a long time so he's kind of he's a kind of like a metaphysician like gifted in the in what ways like he's got a stunning smile S- signs and wonders miracles oh i <laughs> john <laughs> i think there's a small at that, Jonic kind of like deflates a little bit. It's like, oh no, oh no, she's drank some. There's some kind of Kool Aid oh, drinking. No. <laughs> John <laughs> keeps on running into zealots and zealots <laughs> nonstop. Okay, um, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, like, like, I mean, miracles in the sense that he can treat a, I guess, a chronic. You know what? John is going to bite his tongue. Great. Miracles and wonders. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He he's he set something up. Uh, I've I've seen it do incredible things. I mean, bring people back from the brink. Uh and he spends his time here, which is well, I think a lot of us are really lucky for that cuz the alternatives uh, everything carries its price. Yeah. Like, um but uh... we're here. She, like, gestures to an unlabeled tavern, pushes open the door, and immediately you notice the vibe in this tavern is very, very different. Outside, people are, you know, covered head to toe. There are a lot of masks and whatnot. There is not a mask in sight sight here. Um, There are, like, uh, you know, candles lighting up the place uh, all over. Like, it is fairly bright in here, um, as as bright as Tavern can be. And there are tables full of people who are all, like, talking very close. Like, also, like, huddled very close to each other. And looking, like, as you cast your gaze about the room, it is striking to you that a lot of these tables have people who are making out with each other. Like, (laughs) full on in public, no one seems to be bothered by it. It's quite a display. And she is, like, casually chatting to you, like, as uh, you look for an open table somewhere. And uh, everybody appears to be having a good time, and some people are having a very good time. Uh... Yeah, so as he as like right before they go in the door, John is like, "Oh, I passed this place like on my way over here, but honestly, it looked like somebody's home. I didn't realize that it was a ball." And then he kind of takes in uh, the little vignettes of people either talking closely or or making out. Yeah, well, when we're not expecting to be hosting a lot of like clients or whatnot, we don't put up signs because everybody just knows where everything is. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got it. Yeah, it speaks for itself. Hey, what's up? What's up with the? What's? And then John and, and then John thinks about it one more time. Is like everyone else is uh is kind of cool with this. He's the only one who's uninitiated, and he's like, okay, uh, what? So the um the the crimson is that? Does that lead itself to like? Are people just like kind of like leaning into the sensitivity? Uh, she, like, she removes her mask and you can see, like, there's a, there's a bit of a blush that, that teases at her cheeks as she's like, well, kinda, um, Tiago, you, you know that I have like three years left on my contract. I mean, yeah, that's what you were saying. Most of us get contracts that are two to three years, but... I haven't met anyone who has left this place working less than six. So is it just like an arbitrary thing? Does the do the red feathers find reasons to add to your sentence? That's just a very that's not a generous way of putting it, but that's the beer that we're drinking is provided by the red feathers. The, the lodging that we have is provided by the Red Feathers. Uh, the tools and materials, the safety uh, 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 dressings that we have, the uniforms, it's all provided by the Red Feathers. It all costs money. Mm. Man, they, 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 really, they really get you. They really get you. You know what? That's fine. Because here's the thing. Tonight, drink's on me. What are you drinking? <laughs> Oh, that's very sweet of you. I'll I'll take a beer. All right, all right. Uh, and so Jonnet uh scoots away, uh, places an order for like two beers, and then I think like as much as he can, anytime he's going to like pay or leave something, he's gonna like leave an extra bit. Sure. Uh, for whoever walks by. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The- just littering things around tables. Yeah. Yes. Um, he's, he's at one point in this conversation, he was going to have a bit and he's going to like be just tossing bits like off around it over his shoulder <laughs> for like people to find later. <laughs> um, yeah, you, 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 you do that. You, you grab the beers and come back and she like thanks you takes it goes, okay, so I have to know. You made a very different impression when you walked in. Um, and I want to say slowly became more reasonable and very different as our conversations went on. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, it's... It, Is that like a show you first... and your servant put on or something? All right. Well, all right. The first first peek behind the curtain. Nice servant. Really good friend. Really good friend. Really? Yeah, yeah, we, it's, I guess, can you keep, can you actually keep a secret and whatever she says, uh, John is going to be doing a perception check.
we once again return to a long line of applicants in front of the Skyship Uhuru. Uh, someone walks off of that line uh, and puts down headshots, resumes, and a little gift bag for, for everyone proctoring the audition and sits down. How you doing? Oh, uh, was, was, uh, 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 nice to meet you. Uh, thank, thank you for the uh, opening gift. Uh, we tend to not have a, you know, biased teacher's pet apple on the desk kind of policy here but thank you enough for the generosity and we i just uh i was getting off work where i work now and i thought hey why let things go to waste and so i brought i brought some extra in it, it's no trouble really what are we what have we got here do you want to walk us through the product bag oh uh, yeah it's a human hand but oh uh yeah what? i'm the guy who cuts the hands off huh People got hands, they take them to me, I cut them off, and I, I'm the guy that cuts the hands off. <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, is everyone out full hand? Twitching hand? This I mean, is a fresh hand. Fresh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sometimes Warm. they keep twitching. Uh, it's interesting to have a, a meet uh, somebody who's applying who's into taking their work with them. Uh, where where they where they go? You're you're. Are you the kind of person that's like thinking about your line of work morning, noon, and night? Are you that kind of energy? Well, you know, uh, certainly when I started, I thought about it a lot. Like, there's a lot of screaming, and the guy will go like, "Oh no, you're cutting my hand off! You're taking my hand and you're cutting it off! Please stop! Please don't cut off my hand!" And so, kind of everything you do really enforces it. You're the guy who cuts the hands off. Okay, right, okay, right, right. okay. Yeah. It's pretty clear that you are clear on what your job is. You know what the service you provide. I'm the guy who cuts the hands off. Yeah, you're the guy who cuts the hands off. What, uh, how do you find your customer base? It seems it would be a somewhat limited desire for this product. You dig that. You think there wouldn't be, but they're always bringing people in, being like, hey, cut this guy's hand off. Who is they? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, they is definitely a. <laughs> I never, I, I, you know, funny thing. I never took time to like, get to know them. I'm always so focused on cutting the hands off. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, you know, uh, in in the kind of line of uh, work of being a uh, how do you put it, cleaner. Uh, sometimes you you got to go and find somebody to remove the ends of uh, of people, and then they know a guy. Uh, I guess. Uh, speaking of knowing a guy, uh, looking at the kind of... Was there a resume offered with the bag? <laughs> yeah, there is a resume. It just it just says, cut cutting the hands off. It's got like one date to another date to, to present cutting the hands off. <laughs> the name is specifically uh, the guy who cuts the hands off or is there a name? Yeah, and there's a, there's a bullet point underneath that that says, I cut the hands off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Descriptive. You can't say it's not... All right. Okay. All right. Hmm. Jonnet kind of like strolls to the to the door of uh, the captain's quarters. Kind of leans out, takes in the back line. Hey, hand guy, cut that guy's hand off. And he points <laughs> to right. he points to the third person back in the in the line. What? What? Why me? There's so many people. Cut hand off. <laughs> <laughs> I must say wow. the cut is very clean, but I can still eat it profusely. <laughs> Janet, Janet takes the hand. Wow, it really does continue to twitch. 
Huh. <laughs> work in action. Very good. Very good. I can still feel it across the room. <laughs> Sometimes you can still feel it. Well, do you offer any kind of like hand replacement service? Reattaching? Because I, I now feel guilty that I cut off this person's hand and they're still kind of here. And you they know, probably want to give their I best I always interview. kind of assumed that that would be part of whatever it is I'm doing. Uh, but that's that's farther up the chain. I'm the up. guy who cuts the hands off. <laughs> okay. I, I knew Do I would you... be a hook-handed pirate down the line, but I didn't think it'd be part of my you career. Know so that you are no good at the flute. You don't need that. <laughs> and we are better for it. So you think on that. Do, do you at least have a doctor on board who can no! tie me the bleeding? <laughs> hmm. Uh, oh. Somewhere in here. I'm, I only work for Crow. <laughs> so, uh, as in, you're the guy that cuts the hands off, obviously. The guy that cuts the hands off. Yeah, have you ever attempted to cut anything else off? Have I ever attempted it? No. Do no. I think I could do it if, if it was presented to me? Probably. Perhaps you could be, what if we needed a guy who cuts the feet off? Oh, cut this guy's feet feet off. Right? This guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> In mid-sprint for the door. <laughs> Crawling now. Now we'll no what? longer be treated to your terrible tap dancing. You think on that. <laughs> Very clean cut. Very clean cut. I am liking what I'm seeing. When wow, the what do you know? I guess, drew the butcher, I guess I, I could be. This would be my day. <laughs> I guess I could be the guy that cuts the feet off, too. Just like really expand wow. your horizons. This is good career development for you. Yeah, I love huh? somebody who can diversify their portfolio. Yeah, right, mm. all right. So, uh, do we, like, Fellas, do, do we have any opportunities hmm. at the moment for hand removal of our enemies? Because I, I must admit, I'm a kind of hands-on kind of boss. That's good. That's fine. I tend to want to do the, 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 the dismemberment of my enemies myself. But I, do we want to outsource under current I'd circumstances? I'd hate to need it and not have it, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to have somebody like you know right where we want them, and we're about to you know in the Red Fender, Feather Syndicate, and then we look up and we're just like, oh, Captain, Captain's off doing his stuff, and we don't have anybody to, to chop off a hand. No, well, I gotta get. We gotta let this guy go free. Seems no, like a wasted resource if we don't. Yeah, I say. Get this guy in here. We give him strict limitations on what he, on who he can he can you know remove chop the hand off of, and then we just like we keep it moving. All right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to set a strict work policy for you, uh, man who cuts the hands off. Okay, but I do believe uh, you will have a, a job with many hands in your future. Hey, that's great. That's great. You know, it's like my father always told me, son. When you go out there into the workforce, no matter how the economy's doing, no matter what the political situation is, they're always going to need a guy who cuts the hands off. Oh, God, that's a, yeah. a wise man, a very wise man. Yeah. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you put her there? And Gable, Gable takes the hand and, and wiggles it out to shake it. 
Every and everybody starts shaking hands with dismembered hands, and they all start <laughs> laughing together. Serious physical attention. Cut that guy's ear off. Cut that guy's ear off right now. Right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter over at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. Welcome to Character Creation Cast, a show where we create and discuss characters, the best part of role-playing games, with guests using their favorite systems. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter. And I'm your other host, Amelia Antrim. Join us as we sit down with game designers, podcasters, and fans of games as we dive into learning about different RPGs through the lens of character creation. It's a combination of character building, player advice, game design insights, and even a little bit of fan fiction for a different game every month. We tackle a variety of new and old games, both well-known and indie-produced titles. We learn how creating characters can tell us a lot about the games themselves. Check us out today anywhere you can get podcasts or on the OneShot Podcast Network at OneShotPodcast.com. You can find more great gaming shows over at OneShotPodcast.com. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Tyler A. Dave. Tyler is on strike alongside his fellow members of the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. You can support Tyler and other striking artists by contributing to the Entertainment Community Fund, linked in our show notes. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at LizAnderson underscore underscore underscore, or on her podcast, Paired. Captain Oromar Vale was played by Nathan Blades, who can be found on Twitter at PhantomArtsENT or streaming at twitch.tv slash theneoncaster. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this podcast was written, composed, and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find him over on Twitter at Arnie Parrott or on his website, ATP Tunes. This episode was edited by Allie Grauer, who can be found on Twitter at Dreams to Become, or on her podcast, Skyjack's Courier's Call. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Lunarum. The World of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and Illimat, produced by Together Studios. This show was made in part by using a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system, designed by Sam Stewart and a team of talented professionals. There are no kings. Take flight. Health to the strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends near to rise. Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind, who know we can never deny the call of the skies.